do I begin with this one? Um, <laughs> first off, let me just say hi. Hi to my listeners, everyone that has been supporting the podcast, either from day one or day whatever that you joined on to this journey. Hi again. It has been a minute, a very long minute. It was not my intention to be gone or on a hiatus for as long as I have been on. The last episode I released was in November, where we wrapped up the 2021 tennis season. Was a whole bunch of fun. Got a lot of great reviews on that episode. People really enjoyed it. And so did I. And I was supposed to take a break and get right back on the horse for the 2022 season. But life happened, (laughs) as it often does. And I am in a position where I am learning how to handle life's curves balls. Handle life's curves balls. Am I even saying that correctly? Curve balls. There we go. Why am I adding an S to the to the end of curves? Um, <laughs> clearly, I'm handling it. I'm not the best baseball player or the best uh, baseball hitter or however else you want to describe that one. But um, essentially, life happened at the beginning of 2022, and not all bad things. I know there's like at least when I say it, when I say life has happened, there's a negative connotation, and not all bad things have happened since 2022. So let's start off with some of the good things to explain why I've been away from my microphone for so long. So at the beginning of 2022 in January, I got a new job. I got a new nine to five that required me to move back to Atlanta. And if you are familiar with uh, my journey over the past year or so um, through the podcast or other mediums or just, you know, getting to know me on social media or in real life, if you know me that way, I was definitely on a journey to find my um, professional feet or get my professional feet up under me again. Uh, Not that I don't enjoy this. This is definitely a passion of mine. And I'm definitely now that I'm um, now that I have set aside the correct amount of time to be able to facilitate doing the podcast. Now that I've gotten settled into my new job, um, things should work out fine as far as me pushing out episodes. But at the very beginning of that, at the very beginning of the year, it was an adjustment. I had to acclimate to working again, especially working again in a new city. Now, I will say, I have lived in Atlanta before. I lived in Atlanta from 2017 to 2020, and it was okay. (laughs) Every time somebody asks me how do I like Atlanta, I always get a little apprehensive, and I'm like, it's okay. That's another story for another day. But clearly, I like something about it because I'm back again. I'm working at a a new job, and so far, I believe I'm going into five months on on the gig, and so far, so good. Yeah, so I'm proud of myself for kind of digging myself out of the hole I created 
um, when it came to employment, <laughs> I, the the birth or the birthing of this podcast came out of the fact that I wasn't working in the capacity that I felt like I should have been. So now that I feel like I am, like I said before, I had to kind of reschedule some things and adjust to how I wanted to balance doing this podcast and working a very typical nine to five life and having time just for me to do the things that I wanted to do. So the time away, um, a majority of my time away has been spent trying to figure out how I'm going to juggle all of that. But um, I figure I just kind of have to burst through the seams in some way and just do it and figure it out along the way. I, I kept I kept pushing it off and pushing it off, feeling like, oh, you know, um, the right timing will just appear in my lap. And it doesn't work that way. It, it hardly do things just kind of fall into your lap. You kind of have to do the work to to set aside the time for things that you want um, to do and that are important to you. And this is um, an important thing of mine. And a lot of you guys have been <laughs> on my head about getting episodes out and I've gotten so much encouragement from people that have just so just happened to come across the podcast even during my hiatus and said how much they enjoyed it and how much they can't wait for me to come back on so I appreciate those people you know who you are and you guys have definitely been instrumental in getting me back um back to where I am today recording and in front of this big old mic. <laughs> so what else has happened? I got a new job. I moved to Atlanta. I checked those box boxes off. Um, I got a new apartment. Yes, that obviously comes with moving to a new city. I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. <laughs> it's one of those situations where I was kind of um, caught between a rock and a hard place with my start date for my new job and I needed somewhere to obviously shit, shower, and sleep. <laughs> the three important S's. So I got what I thought was appropriate and it is. It definitely fulfills the duties of me having to shit, shower, and sleep. Um, but there's other things that I won't go on a tangent about that I wish... Uh, I wish certain amenities I had that I don't, but it's okay. It's only a lease. It'll be up before I know it, and I'll be on to bigger and better things. And yeah, so I can't be too down about that because I was recording out of the what what I called my man cave for the first year and a half of this podcast. I was recording in what I called my man cave, but in actuality, it was just the... Um, is it an attic? No, no, I don't. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call it an attic. But for for lack of a better term to come to mind right now, let's just say I was recording in the attic of my mom's house. <laughs> so you know, recording in the attic of my mom's house. Uh, pros and cons. Recording in my own apartment. Pros and cons there as well. So. Um, I'm happy with where I am for the most part. So that's another positive. Um, let's see what else. I guess we should talk about some of the negative things that have happened. Um, not to harp too, too harshly on some of the negative things, but I have been given some very uh, life-changing blows in the past couple of months. Just um, things that have just really made me consider my place in life 
um, and consider life. Just consider the almost almost to the point where I've had an ex, ex, existential crisis. Ex, ex, existential crisis. I had to get that word out. If you know what it is, you know what I mean. But I unfortunately, um, just to kind of get it out, and because I'm because I'm definitely struggling with even getting this out out of my mouth. But um, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I am really close with my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, my mom's mother. Um, I, I've, I've lived literally a hop, skip, and a jump away from her all 28 years of my life. So she has been a super impactful woman in my life. And unfortunately, she transitioned on to heaven in March of this year. And... Um, Luckily for me, I know I made a joke about recording in my mom's attic, but um, luckily for me, when I did move home, I was able to, ooh, not me getting choked up. Yikes. Okay. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> luckily for me, when I moved back home in the middle of 2020, in the middle of the pandemic and just the craziness, I got to spend a lot of great quality time with my grandmother while she was um, dealing with dementia and the effects of dementia. So I'm eternally grateful that I made that decision to move back home to kind of sort some things out. And, and in the middle of sorting things out, our relationship got better. Um, not that it was anything wrong with it. It's just that when you are so close to somebody, you move away and then you kind of come back. Sometimes you, th all the good things you missed about them come come out tenfold and that's the case with my grandmother so I definitely um mm, I was affected uh I mean as I record this in May her it, it hasn't even been a solid two months since her funeral so I'm still affected by it I'm still working through the grief of it and part of working through my grief is doing things that I have always wanted to do, which is podcasting again. So, um, it's a pro it's a, it's a process. And I guess I wanted to share that with you guys, uh, to kind of color some of the reasons why I've been away. Um, I appreciate those who know about the loss of my grandmother and have sent out condolences. Um, I definitely, definitely deeply appreciate that. Um, I'm, I'm working through, like I said before, I'm working through the grief day by day. Some days are much harder than others when I kind of allow myself to sit and think about the absence that I have now in my life because she was so impactful and just such a charismatic, interesting, no one like her in the world person in my life. Um, but I am grateful, like I said, that I got to spend I'm grateful of the of the large amount of time I got to spend with her in her life, in my life. I, I spent 28 years on this earth having a wonderful, loving grandmother, and um, she's in a much better place now, so that's what I'm trying my best to focus on. Some days, like I said, are harder than others, but we're pushing through because that is unfortunately a... Death is unfortunately a very natural and actual part of life. Uh, you can't have life without death in, in some ways. Um, so, yeah, I am coping with that, dealing with that, working around that, and 
that is one of the reasons why I have not been on the mic as much. So I think I've covered that point. What else has been going on? What else? What else? What else? Um, I've been playing a lot more tennis, like actual tennis lately, child. <laughs> I am getting, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm feeling the ball much, much better. I recently just had um, a change in equipment, and my and my racket is in the shop, as I like to say, getting some some tweaks and some custom customizations for me. Um, I'm enjoying the tennis scene in Atlanta. If, if you've played, if you're listening to this and you've played with me so far since I've been in Atlanta, thank you so much because you are a part of my struggle. <laughs> I am definitely trying to get my endurance and stamina and all that stuff back up from the the months where I just was completely listless and not even paying attention to playing tennis. Now I will say. I have been paying attention to tennis. It, it's it's kind of at this point ingrained in my DNA to keep up with the scores in tennis and keep up with who's winning, who's losing, who's doing what, why, when, and where in tennis. So it's not like um, I just completely got off the pot when it comes to professional tennis. That's not the case. There's been a lot of things that have happened um, in the sport that I just haven't reported on I just know about and I have my own opinions about and I I don't want to do like a very like I've thought about it I have thought about it like doing a whole okay what did I miss in the first quarter of the year kind of episode but I kind of just want to pick up where things are and keep going I don't want to um rehash the past couple of months because they haven't all been great for me and they haven't all been great for tennis in some ways but good things have happened like Rafael Nadal winning his 21st uh, Grand Slam title, his his 21st major title at Australia. That was something that I watched live um, and was super, super impressed and entertained by. Speaking of live, I have to give a shout out um, before I get out of here. I have to give a super huge shout out to everybody that rocks with me on Clubhouse, the app Clubhouse that you've heard me talk about multiple times on this on this uh, on this podcast. If you haven't downloaded Clubhouse, please do. I have a club on the app called Tuned Into Tennis. It's a segment on my show. Obviously, my show revolves super heavily around professional tennis, if not all of it. And on that on that app and in that club that I have, we talk about tennis in such a colorful, dynamic, and unfiltered way. I, I would go down the list of everybody that I talk to at, at least multiple times a week, if not every day sometimes, depending on what's happening in the sport. Um, you guys know who you are. Uh, I definitely appreciate you. You guys have been instrumental in keeping me up with what's going on in tennis and just keeping my morale up for the past for the, for the past couple of months when things just weren't um, going my way or I was transitioning and acclimating to new things. Um, so I, I, I definitely appreciate my tuned into tennis crew, AKA the, the, the tit family. We gotta come up with, I mean, it's kind of hard to not come up with the acronym tit, but when you say it out loud, I just always laugh. Cause you know, the acronym of tuned into tennis is shortened to tit. I don't, 
they came up with that, not me. <laughs> but it always makes me laugh, and they they make me laugh often. So I appreciate the community I've been able to build with some very special tennis fans. And hopefully I get to meet a lot of you all when I go to the US Open at the end of the year because I am making that another goal of mine because last year was so much fun experiencing the US Open for the first time that I just feel like I have to put it on my list again to get a second experience out there in New York at the US Open. So. Um, excited about that moving forward and excited about where my podcast is going moving forward. I have some things that I want to switch up a little bit, some things that I want to implement, and I just want to keep things moving. I, I realize that my voice is needed in the space of tennis commentary. I've been told that I fill a certain niche in the sport that wasn't necessarily always there. <laughs> I realize that I as a um I, I i represent a lot of different communities um that are coming into tennis like just to call it a call a thing a thing i'm black i'm queer and i'm male i mean males dominate tennis but the black and queer part are definitely not things in the sport of tennis as a whole that are largely um identifiable and celebrated in tennis and I bring those things and I bring those uh, experiences and perspectives to my commentary about tennis so for those who have made that link for me and told me how much they appreciate my perspective and the perspectives I bring uh, to tennis and how colorful I can make it and all of those things again super appreciative of that and part of the reason why I'm keep going and keep on um pushing this thing along. So I am looking at how long I've been rambling. I'm actually recording this before I go into work for the morning or for the day. <laughs> so I need to wrap it up. There's not much else I need to update you guys on. I don't believe. Um, let's see some random things that have happened in tennis. I said I wasn't going to do a, a, a quarter review, but just so you're aware, if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this, um, Ash Barty retired from tennis. She won the Australian Open in 2021. Excuse me. She won the 2022 Australian Open in January and retired in March. I have feelings about that. Largely some, of my, largely some of my feelings feel like she was a little bit lame. And dang, that's, I, when I say it out loud, I feel like I'm being harsh. But that's how I feel. I feel like she was lame for just pulling the plug on the sport at 25 years old and being like, deuces, I'll see y'all later. Only for reports to come out that she's about to go play cricket or golf or something. Like, ugh, the women's tennis needed a figurehead and we needed rivalries. And she was going to be an intricate part of that she wasn't i wasn't the number one fan of ash Barty, but nonetheless she retired that happened um serena and venus huge names y'all know how much i love them they <laughs> have not picked up a racket since i don't think either of them have well yeah i know for a fact either of them neither of them have played since wimbledon of 2021 they have been on their instagram influencing vibes i mean since the release of king richard the film that has to do tremendously with their lives and how much their father pushed them to the success and the levels that they reached in their career they were on like a oscar run at almost every red carpet you can think of and in, in 
beautiful and not so beautiful gowns. <laughs> I love Venus and Serena all the all the much that I all the ways that I can. But sometimes in a fashion department, I'm like, why would you wear that? <laughs> or like, who who told you that look cute? <laughs> Regardless, um, they haven't been playing professional tennis. They are, in their own way, they're hinting that they're going to make a comeback for the 2022 Wimbledon this year. I'll see it when I see them out there actually hitting a tennis ball because from my perspective, they're as close to retired as they've ever been because it just doesn't look like tennis, like playing tennis is a priority for them. So that kind of sucks, but I knew it was going to happen eventually. And I'm happy for them as long as they are happy. And it seems like they are doing things in their in both of their personal lives that they are passionate about outside of the court. So for that, I am... um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm not sad about it. So, um, anything else? Uh, Roger Federer is still out on injury. He is uh, slated to make a comeback in October in Switzerland um, in a tournament in Basel, Switzerland. It seems like it's his farewell, uh, like his swan song. We'll see. But, you know, he is 40 years old. He's probably going to be, I think he's going to be 41 by the time that tournament rolls around. So we'll see. And then finally, the other big name in tennis, Novak Djokovic, is still a fool. Still making headlines for some of the wrong reasons. And he's still hard for me to root for. Very, very hard. Um, I know somebody out there is listening to this like Miles you couldn't just you couldn't just not mention Djokovic in an episode could you well he's the number one player in the world so I'd be remiss to just you know completely scoot over him but he makes it so hard to 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 not mention him because he's always in the headlines doing things that are just like huh like that doesn't make sense but okay go off girl I go off um you know, I'm, I'm going to leave it right there before I start <laughs> before I start uh, giving you guys too much. And this has already been much longer of an episode than I intended. So I just wanted to be very brief, tell you guys where I've been. Um, say hey, hi, thank you so much for the support and hop off of here. And I feel like that's what I've done. So um, again, if I haven't said it before, I know I've said it already in this episode. Thank you guys for your push and support to get me back on the mic. I am super excited about this next journey for Missing the Point with Miles David. This is the beginning of season three. So um, buckle up, have your ears ready, turn your car radios up, turn your speakers up while you're washing dishes or doing laundry in your apartment. Um, however you listen to me ramble and talk and laugh and kiki, um, expect to do that for the remainder of this year because I'm not going anywhere. Um, what is that Olivia Pope's uh, father said in Scandal? Come hell or high water? Y'all know that saying. I will be pushing out episodes weekly, if not, if not more so, um, because I have missed doing this. And in a way, it is very therapeutic for me. So I'm excited to get back on the horse and here we are guys missing the point with miles david is back and i will talk to you guys on the next episode which is dropping very soon if if not like you should be able to listen to this episode finish this and then hop on to the very next episode of season three because it's already recorded and i have a guest and we're talking about the tournaments that are taking place in 
European or in European countries right now, the tournament or the, the schedule for tennis is leading up to Roland Garros, the clay court tournament, the second Grand Slam of the year. So we are uh, in the heat of that uh, battle, I guess. <laughs> and uh, um, that's it. I will talk to you guys on the other side of episode two and take care. All that fun stuff. Look at the links in the bio or the description of the episode. Why do I say bio? Look in the episode description for links and how you can support the podcast. Always definitely appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys later. Take care. Bye-bye.